Ah, welcome to Preach Camp Preach. Here we are again with another episode, another sermon. Here, my boy Rashad, as always. What up, man? And of course, we got a newcomer, my boy Eric. How's it going, man? Man, what's going on with y'all, nothing boys? Nothing much. Man. Nothing much, man. So we we're gonna re- re- recap the draft, yeah. recap the draft, and we're just gonna talk about what we what we seen, things we like, things we didn't like, players that we that we excited for to see this upcoming NFL season. So I'm just, I'm just gonna open the floor up and. and uh, I guess we're gonna start with the, you know, just the just the the whole time and that was that was Kyler Murray going to the Carters where we knew he was going all along. Yeah. So Word. what y'all got to say about that? Yeah. I like I I ain't gonna lie. Me, first of all, I was I I'm gonna speak on just Kyler Murray just being in college. I wasn't big on the guy. You know what I mean? Because he was small, but he did end up going into a system that fit him. With Kyler Murray being a baseball player, I think it fits pretty well. I still I'm not completely sold on his arm. Uh I mean I'm sure he'll be pretty accurate, but this is the thing. Here's the difference. Like you're dealing with NFL professionals now. It ain't a whole you ain't gonna have as much space in between or the separation between your receivers and your and your linebackers or your safeties or your DBs. It's not gonna be quite the same. The reads are gonna be different. The protection is going to be different. Of course, he's going to pick it up because he's a professional now and he's going to have plenty of time to do that. But it's just with him being – well, how tall is the dude? He's like, what, 6, uh, well, maybe 5'11"? 5'11", that's what they say, but I'm going to go five nine and a half, and they gave him a little extra. Yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. you know how it is. They, You know, they – when you you look at the the roster, they give you two extra little inches, man. But I, I don't know. I, I'm sure Lincoln Raleigh, they got a plan as far as, like, shifting pockets and all of that stuff to, to make it to where Kyler Murray will be able to see. But him being 5'9", I just – I'm not sure how – I am worry about that because his linemen are, what, six foot or better. Easy. So, it's like, how how you going to be able to see? You know what I mean? Yeah, easy six foot. So, oh, six four, six four or better. So, it's just like, man – that's a, that's something to worry about. That's that's a concern. As 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 much as everybody want him to do good, so you got to keep it real though. You got to be realistic about the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not a surprise he went number one. That was highly anticipated. Uh, Cliff's been chasing him since high school, so it wasn't a surprise they wanted him to get this guy. You of know, course. make him make him to the team they think they can be. But as far as just overall, they they couldn't probably handle the Rosen thing a little bit better. And I would have honestly tried to keep him at least and just take Nick Bosa, who would probably the best prospect, him and Quentin Williams. But they wanted Murray. They got Murray. So let's see how it plays out within about three or four years. We'll know if it's a good hire or a bad hire because if, if it was a bad draft, they're going to fire everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, everybody gone. <laughs> and to be honest, I think the Cardinals, you know, had a had a top five draft as far as for my list. Um, Kyler Murray starting it off. And I think I think what and what you do is try to help your quarterback is is pairing with the receivers and and what the, what the Cardinals did was go ahead and build their little like what Chris Carter always say your receivers should be a basketball team and you got Hakeem Butler your your, your big power for red zone threat yeah they they yeah, got yeah. they got Andy Isabella in the second round he's the speed the speed guy the point guard of it then you got Keyshawn Johnson your little small forward your possession receiver. And then, and then right. on top of that, on top of that, they got a, a Brian Murphy who was a, 
who was rated to be a first-round cornerback, but ended up being second round. And it, it got him a power DN, uh, Zach Allen, who I heard good things about. I ain't really seen too much tape on him. But um, and then to, to see Deontay Thompson from Alabama fall so far, I, I, I think yeah. I think as far as just piecing it all together with the Kyler Murray, I think they just I think they had an outstanding draft. And uh, with of course with Larry with Larry Legend and with David Johnson, you talking about an offense that can. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put it on on a, no on no pedestal like the, how how Rams did when Sean McVay first got there. But I mean, I can I can see it if it does happen. I like I like how the Cardinals drafted. I mean, like you can see you can see the potential. You see the potential and the direction that it's going, even if it don't hit this year. I mean, and I don't, I don't know who who's to say that it won't. Because I mean, I think I think Kyler Murray is a proven winner though. The guy the guy knows how to win, and that's and that's. I guess that's that's big, you know, coming in uh, with a brand new coach. I I think one of the bigger things that I'm gonna be looking for as far as as the Cardinals though is how how Lincoln how Lincoln Riley adapts though. And I'm not trying to change the subject or nothing, but I mean I am. I mean you know me, bro. Like I, I'm I'm gonna look all the way into it from top to bottom. The well, my team is the Falcons, and um, you know they did all right. I mean we did I guess what we what everybody felt like we needed to do. We drafted a few, uh, some linemen in the first first round, and yep. uh, and then what the fourth and fifth round or the the fourth round we had two more picks. Uh, we got two defensive guys, and I guess those were necessary too. I like that. I like Kendall Sheffield though. I mean, he's coming from Ohio State, uh, a school that puts out I think some of the top tier. Well, I don't say top tier DBs, but whenever they do have some guys come out in the first two rounds, they they they're pretty solid. They pretty damn solid. I mean, hey, uh, was who was the I don't know who the first defensive back was that came out this year, but I mean, Kendall Sheffield. I mean, I'd put him up there though, as far as just his skill set himself. Six foot, almost two hundred pounds. I'm sure he's running pretty good, and I know he's a hit. He's a physical specimen, which is what I like in a corner. We need that. We need a corner who's gonna hit. I mean, we got cover guys all day, but who's gonna you know some run support? Yeah, one of my teams is the Miami Dolphins. I thought at number 13, they hit with Christian Wilkins. Uh, of course, everybody remembers him from jumping on Roger Goodell at the, uh, on stage at, at the draft. <laughs> but uh, Wilkins, is a, he, he was a, a three-year starter at Clemson. Uh, they won two titles with him, um, first-team All-American, mm-hmm. things like that. So pretty accomplished guy. Of course, they basically stole Josh Rosen. I I had to add that in. They basically stole Josh Rosen. He was a yeah, a top big. he was a top QB pick last year for the for the Cardinals and then the Dolphins just really got him for, you know, pennies on the dollar. So I think that'll help them out. So we know yeah. for sure they're not gonna be tanking for Tua or nothing like that next year. And then they also got uh Michael Dieter from Wisconsin. He was a four year starter. Uh, he was an all big ten guy. I think he was a second team All American this past year. Then I liked it. I know it was a late, like six, seven round pick, but they got Isaiah Prince. I think that was a good one because uh, he was a. I think yeah. He started like 40, 40 something games at Ohio State, and he was a All Big Ten as a senior. So I think they made some good picks. Yeah. Like anybody that got some guys from Ohio State this year's Ohio State team, they got some. They got some. They got some damn good players. Like as everybody know, Ohio State they put out. As far as defensively, offensive, they put some guys off the offensive side of the ball pretty good too. But on that defensive side of the ball, it's always legit. They always have some legit cats come out. 
So we oh, yeah. got some guys from Ohio State. They did it. They did. They 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 got they got their they finna get their dollars worth, their money worth. Oh yeah, and, and to to piggyback off that, you know, already in the twenty twenty mock draft, they, the first pick in the draft is Chase Jones from Ohio State. So you're right about that. And but like, yeah. but Rashad, you 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 hit a uh, a good point about the Dolphins though. Like you've seen the guys that they drafting. They're drafting guys who's high character being starters in the, uh, in the yeah. field, just like Bill Belichick and Brian Flores doing the same type of same, same type of uh, I guess mold for the Dolphins team, which need a lot of work. Stealing Josh Rosen, man. First of all, first of all, it was already rumors about Dolphins, you know, trading the second round pick for Cardinals, but for Rosen from the Cardinals. Right. Then they decide to trade back in the second round, and like I was like, I was like, man, that's a that's amazing. <laughs> like the Dolphins trying to make some power moves, bro. I mean. Me personally, I, I I wasn't even mad at that at that Rosen move either because I mean, as he's pretty he was pretty banged up from from Arizona, but the guy he still I I say he's fresh as far as just being a quarterback. He's a fresh quarterback, and he and and you might as well say I mean, he's coming into his what second is his second or third year? I think it's his second year. This is his second, second year, year coming. Yeah, he's a second year guy. He has some experience, but he's again. I mean, the fact that he's a this is this is only his second year in the NFL. He got some experience now. He's I mean, he ain't like he ain't old. He ain't all beat up or nothing like that, bro. The dude, he still I think the guy can still play. He just was uncomfortable in uh in Arizona. I, I can't I even say he's uh, uncomfortable. You know, I think it was just bad situation. They had so many injuries, bad O line, not enough weapons for the uh I mean, they they got Steve Wilkes from the Panthers. He's a defensive dude, and you got a rookie QB. Yeah. You don't need a defensive coach. So I think it was just bad elements in that regard. And uh, my last yeah. quick point about about uh, Josh Rosen and Dolphins, I'm excited for the next ten years for that AFC East division because the the yeah. three qu- quarterbacks from last year, Darnold, Allen, and Rosen, they're all in the same division now with the Bills, Jets, and Dolphins. Oh. So we will get to see who's the best out of that draft class just from production, head-to-head. Mm-hmm. We'll get to see who's the best out of that, that core from uh, that division in the next 10 years. Yeah, that's true. Now, let me tell you a team that I was really shocked at, too, that that really impressed me, and that was the Denver Broncos. You know, John Elway, when he was done at at, at least at the quarterback position, you know, he – he he really he he been missing really as a GM um, <laughs> year yeah. in and year out like because he didn't draft any of the stars that's there. Um, yes, he was able to bring a Super Bowl um, home to the Broncos, but I mean he did that with veteran help um, and like guys yeah. like guys like we thought was gonna pop like Shane Ray didn't pop like he like wanted to. Bradley Roby he's solid, but he didn't get to, to the star that I, I, I thought he would have been. But what they did in this draft, because the whole time everybody was putting Drew Locke at number 10, and which, you know, after you trade, <clears throat> trade Keenum away and go get Flacco, and then you're just going to wait. You know, you, I wouldn't say waste the pick, but if, if you're using a, a pick that high, in my opinion, he should be starting. And having yeah. Joe Flacco and having Drew Locke together, I mean, especially with that high draft capital, I, 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 didn't, I didn't really see, see the value. But what they did well, how was long do you, how long left do you think that uh, Flacco has left, though? I mean, I mean, two years, two, 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 yeah. two, 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 two years. Let let lock uh, get groomed. There, two, there yeah. we go. Like, yeah. that, so that's why I kind of I do respect the move a little bit. Oh yeah, you know, no, he, he ain't got long. Now I'm I'm. This is why it's so great because you not wasting that ten. You trade back, get you a right, get you a tight end. No offense, who everybody had big hopes for. He was receiving a slash converted tight end, 
Then, uh-huh. then you was able to get a, a starting a starting O lineman for the next five to ten years, and Dalton Risner, who everybody loved uh, in the Senior Bowl and in the Combine, and then able to trade back up and still get the guy you wanted all along at ten. I just think that yeah. was just I think that was just beautiful mastermind. And like now having Drew Lock as a as a second round, third round pick, it's not as bad. You know, it's not as bad now than you wasting a ten and not having a not having a no offense or not having that O lineman to to, to, to help. You know to help Drew Lock out when when it is his time. Yeah, well, where where is Drew Lock coming from? Uh, Missouri. So yeah, he, Missouri. he so he played SEC uh, football. So he 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 done, he done seen Georgia plenty of times. He done seen he done yeah. seen it all. So he 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 should be ready at least. Yeah, yeah. As far as he, talent, he see, yeah. he's basically played in the in the NFL of of college football. So he right. he should be ready from that. Yeah, you're right. That's that's big. And Kev, you already big. mentioned them, so I'm gonna go ahead and. I'm gonna go ahead and put them down. I have I had the Broncos down too, so I was gonna go ahead and talk about them real quick. Um, the first pick, no offense, that was a a steal at twenty. You know, they, they swapped with Pittsburgh, and I don't think anybody had the the guts to reach for for Fent. So Fent was a great pickup, seeing that they don't really have any, they don't have a great a great tight end. Great, and were, yeah, and, <laughs> and, they're, and, they're, and their receiving core is kind of going to a makeover with Demarius Thomas gone, uh, Emmanuel Sanders had the injury. Um, and they, you know, they, yeah. they do have some some young talent there. So I think Noah Fent is a, a great weapon needed, a great weapon. And then they had uh, we talked about Rasna already. He was a great senior bowl. Uh, so I think that was a good pick. Of course, Drew Lock. They didn't do what the New York Giants did. What me and Kel talked about last time. Do not reach on QB. So they could have got Lock it. <laughs> no, they could have stayed at ten and got Lock, but they traded back. Still got the guy they wanted. And uh, of course, they got uh, Draymond Jones from Ohio State. And I'm always, if you go to uh, Urban Meyer, Nick Saban, uh, Dabo Swinging program, I think you're going to be a high character guy. And you should be at least a three year starter once you kind of find your foot in the NFL. Yeah. So uh, Draymond Jones is probably a good third round pick, too. So I had the Broncos on my list of five as well. Um, For me, man, country, well, I. A lot of people I've seen that Green Bay they've been going through a whole lot as far as with this this breakup of uh, Aaron Rodgers and their head coach. There's been a lot of controversy going on up there, but I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't mad at how they how they drafted this year. Um, they got Rashawn Gary out of Michigan, who was uh, he's a I mean you know Michigan and their defense they got a pretty they have a fast defense. They play pretty well in the Big Ten compared to uh, with, you know, their counterpart being Ohio State. Um, they hold damn near every Big Ten school to under, what, 21 points, unless it is like an Ohio State or a Penn State. Those are like their biggest competitors. But um, you had Darnell Savage coming out of Maryland. Uh, he played safety. I don't really know too much about that guy, but I do know that Maryland's um, defense uh, well, the secondary wasn't bad. I watched like maybe one or two games. Matter of fact, I watched the Ohio State game maybe a couple of days ago, and they I think they took Ohio State in the overtime. Um, and it was a pretty uh good defensive game. Uh, my biggest pick since I'm a Texas A&M guy, uh, I was I was pleased to see that J.C. Sternberger, uh, was picked up. He, he was picked up in the third round. That's going to be a good look for Aaron Rodgers and a damn good weapon. Um, he, to me, oh, and knowing the guy, just watch, has watching him progress over this season, being with Jimbo Fisher and his offense, it's it's going to be a very similar 
up in Green Bay as well. I think his role is going to be almost the same. He's not a big run blocking tight end. I'd say he's uh, – I'd compare him to Jimmy Graham, um, but I would also say he's like a Travis Kelsey too. I'd, I'd lean more towards Kelsey because he's a he's a good receiving tight end. His athleticism is out, out of this world. Uh, he's a pretty good basketball player too, and I like when you know you have a basketball playing type tight end because he, he can high point balls and he'll go one on one with any safety when it comes to uh, matchups. So you got matchup problems all over the place. Yeah, I think <clears throat> what the Packers is trying to do is actually the smart thing. They they finally getting on board of what a Seattle Seahawks say. I mean, the Patriots is doing when, yeah. when you got that quarterback who can take you to the next level. You need to build your defense up, and so to, to where that they can hold, they can they can hold leads for you. Even though your quarterback is so amazing and, and, and can win it back, you just you just need to do that. And, and what they did last year when they picked the like Jay Alexander and um, I think I'm forgetting the other cornerback name uh, from Iowa, um, Josh Jackson. Like last year they addressed yeah, secondary, and, and then and then like I say, picking up getting on Savage in the back end. And now you can get drafting guys. You still got Mike Daniels um, up, up front up there as well. But it's, do you do you do y'all think that they should have went? And this is probably just like just a knock on them. It's like, yeah, they they, they got tight end. But do you think they should have gave gave Aaron Rodgers some more O line help or or another receiver because they're one Devontae Adams injury from having nobody on the outside? No, I think I think they're fine. I mean. Aaron Rodgers, he's normally pretty good about not taking sacks. He'll throw the ball away or he'll run around and try to, you know, try to get yeah. out of it. So as far as O line, long as long as it's a long as he has a, a middle grade O line, when 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 he has a terrible O line, you know, he don't tell about seven. When you have a terrible O line, anybody's gonna get creamed. And yeah, uh, even but- even if Adam, you know, was to get banged up and miss a, a game or two here and there, a game of you know, three, four games, I think Aaron Rodgers, he's gonna get that that trust with the younger guys. During the off season, and he'll start trusting uh, guys like Scantling more, some other guys. No, that's yeah. what I want to talk about. Though is like the what what Packers have done recently is is try to draft receivers late, and I'm not saying uh, late receivers don't don't pa- don't pan out because you do have when you have a have Antonio Brown in the sixth or uh, Stephon Diggs in the fifth. You you do have that, but I, uh-huh. I would I would say. Mo- a high percentage of all your star receivers were were drafted high, and Devontae Adams, I think, was a second round pick. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't, you know, because you have to invest. But it's like if 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 uh, MVS doesn't pan out, or I forget the other receiver they drafted last year, if, if they if they don't take that next step forward, can't I mean how how much can we depend on Devontae Adams? So you know, to, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I love Devontae Adams. You know, I'm, I'm one of his biggest fans, but. The reason why I say, you know, it's it's hard to like not help Aaron Rodgers as much as possible, which you should go defense, but yeah, yeah, like I said, you just have Adams and the old line is kind of suspect a little bit, especially with Rodgers getting banged up the last couple of years. Yeah. And you're talking about a division where he's playing a Khalil Mack twice a year and that Bears front seven. You're playing a Minnesota Vikings team with Daniel Hunter, Evan Griffin coming after him. And I mean Lions you Lions remember remember you got it. the Bears got that secondary too. Yeah. And then you Bear secondary real too. And you would assume that the Lions defense will come along because they have a defensive coach. That, Finally, that's my, yeah. You know, that's just my assumption. So you got uh three teams that's 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 top heavy on I want to say top heavy, but like very, very good on defense. And if you got the, that front that front four coming at Aaron Rodgers and you don't have the adequate backup, 
I mean, the, the offensive line plus only one receiver. You know, I, I, I mean, I know Aaron Rodgers is special and great. He can make anybody look uh, spectacular, but you know, sometimes you got to you have to go after somebody and try to try to get that receiver high because it was rumors that they were trying to go get a Noah Fant early or a um or I heard rumors about DK Metcalf early, but they chose you know other other directions. Uh-huh. Well, what can't happen, what can't happen as far as the Packers go, they can't have another last year where they drawing up plays in, in the dirt. <laughs> I saw that a lot last year. They were they These dudes, they were playing sound like football after a while, man, because, I mean, I mean, you know, Aaron Rodgers and then their head coach, they, you know, everybody know that they clashed all the time. And then now that you're saying that Devontae Adams, I mean, is he is he hurt right now? Or is is you just talking about just his uh, potential of getting hurt? I'm just I'm just, I mean, I'm just saying like if if like you know um, just 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 recently if you know Tony Brown got hurt they was fine because they had Juju or if Julio Jones okay. was banged up you know Matt Ryan still had a Calvin Ridley last season and Snoop I'm just saying like Packers if if, if Andre Adams go down in in the field yeah, I'm just, ain't I'm nobody just, I'm, yeah ain't nobody I'm not wishing for him to carry of course because. I'm gonna draft him first round of fantasy if oh, I yeah. have to. <laughs> but but uh if yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah. if he if he if he does get banged up, I'm just saying like how how can we blame Aaron Rodgers for not being able to be that great quarterback and make players when you know sometimes you know receivers gotta do their job too. Well, I mean, but that's that's kind of where I was going. Like the the receivers that they did get or the guys that they got late, I think Aaron Rodgers, he'll be able to make he'll be able to make these guys. I think he's, it's kind of similar to Tom Brady. The only thing is, what you can't do, you can't have these guys draw. You can't draw up plays in the dirt and expect it to come out how you want it to. It needs to be a set system. You need to be a set play, something where these guys can pick up and you can then you can make them look good. But you don't have no Jordy Nelson no more. So your back shoulder, you know, passes. So you gotta kind of you gotta gotta mold one of them. Devontae, if, if Devontae Adam goes down, you need to have another guy on the other side that's very similar. So I don't know. I think these guys they'll find their role. They'll find their role somehow, some way. But it's I mean, it just needs to be I don't know, it just needs to be something set though. Cause don't none of these receivers that the Green Bay got, I don't know none of these guys. <laughs> I don't know none of these guys. <laughs> no, Green Bay will be fine. You got Aaron Jones, they'll take um, running the ball to take a load off Aaron Rodgers. He's if a they run, pitcher also. If they and run the ball, with, and they, they'll, they'll run the ball like this. That was a big thing. Last the floor. That's true. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll run the ball. Yeah, they, they'll, they'll run the ball. So, and then Jones is a pass catcher. Adams, Allison, MVS, you know those guys are gonna make the team for sure. So he he has you know he has things to work with. So I wouldn't be worried about possibly injury. And even though it happens, but I wouldn't be worried about uh. Not this stuff. So, so your so your question is: Should they have focused more on the line, Kevin, or yeah. should they, you know, done with it? Like I said, I, I do, I do like that because you know, you know how like Seattle goes at the defense and and, and Russ can right, save and right. Russ can save the day, or Tom Brady can you get him on the, he, if he got the ball last, he can save the day, and so can Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I mean, like you said, it's it's kind of a Green Bay had never been known for good defense. I mean, you had your Clay Matthews of the world, and you had your, your star players, but right. they really wasn't really known for that. And I'm just saying, like, maybe they should have addressed 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 the offensive side. Not even if it wasn't a receiver, maybe a better line to keep Aaron Rodgers upright, so you wouldn't have to go off script a lot because he can actually stay in the pocket and make 
make the necessary throws. Um, I mean, it, I mean, right. I, I can understand where they're going. I, I understand because you know Matt Lafleur is an offensive guy, and you think he can be able to make any. If you're coming from a system where he learned under Kyle Shanahan, he learned under Sean McVay, he should right. know how to get receivers open. So as a you know from from those two guys, so he, he I really shouldn't be worried about it. But sometimes it feel like uh, Aaron Rodgers is always limping around because he getting hurt. He get hit so much. Word. That's and, been my big thing. About it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then like he he limping around saving the day. And if you can if if you have a premier corner like like the Vikings have and and Bears got uh, all pro and um uh, and Kyle Fuller. You, you, mm. you kind of, and then Darius Slay in Detroit, you kind of worry like, man, I know he going, I know Adams going to eat, but, but can you, can you, can you like lay the load off a little bit because Jimmy Graham ain't ain't what he used to be, and it's hard, it's sometimes hard to trust a rookie tight end. I'm gonna go ahead and see who I have for third on the best draft list, and I have the, I have the Colts. I think the Colts did pretty good getting Rockets in. Uh, they got Kari Willis, they got Paris Campbell, who I think is gonna be a pretty good weapon for Andrew Luck. They got uh, the edge rusher, so I think the, the Colts did they're pretty good. They're gonna be my pick to win the Super Bowl this year. I'm gonna go ahead and say that right now. Hmm. I just think I just think with what the what, what they did last year, started one and five, nine game win streak, you know, make the playoffs at ten and six. Andrew Luck was an MVP mm-hmm. candidate and we know when he's healthy, they're ten and six at the minimum. Uh, the Texans really didn't address their needs as far as O line. Not, and then, of course they got they draft somebody, but you won't know how that pans out to a couple years down the line. But I think the Colts have enough weapons to get to the Super Bowl. I love their draft picks, and I just love what they're doing as an organization. I think their draft picks were were pretty good. I'm um I'm gonna go I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with him too. Like the the Colts, I their their draft picks, everything was solid. They they got a lot of the pieces that they already have. I think it was more a. a uh, some it was a depth thing for them. I mean, because they, they got a lot of pieces, but the, the but the pieces, the guys that they did draft, I mean, most of those guys, they they might be able to come in and play immediately. Um, <clears throat> the Texans, that I'm not a big fan of those dudes, and I see, I if if the Colts don't go to the Super Bowl, I know for sure that they'll they'll win the division. They got a good chance of winning the division. I don't see the uh, – was it? I think the Jaguars in the same division as them. Are they not a threat. Titans. Titans, Titans. Titans. The Titans trash. might be all right. Titans trash. That's they, they, t- eight and eight waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got to see them twice. They got to see them twice. And I don't know – I mean, I don't see – I don't I don't see the Colts beating them twice. I, they might beat them once. I mean, I, I – I'm not. I'm not talking down on Mariota, but I do like the guy, and, and their run game is pretty pretty good. It's, I think it's a their defense. I'll talk though. down on him. He bottom ten as a QB in the league. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can name yeah. twenty QBs better than Mariota right now. Dang, but for what they do though, say it again. For, for what they do, it, it works. I said for what they do, it works though. Man, uh, man, Mariota. He he's never he- he's never healthy. He don't throw the ball well. You got Corey Davis. You, you, you got Corey <laughs> Davis. You, you're basically wasting the dude over here. I mean, Titans. I like. I like Mike Vrabel, former Patriot. He learned the pedigree, all that kind of stuff. But there's no way I would trust the Titans to win a division, all that kind of stuff. But the Colts gonna win nah, a division. Not winning Tennessee. Division. Yeah, the Colts. Yeah. They're gonna be ten, six, eleven, and five no matter what. Long as you got, long as you have a healthy look, and now he got a year under his belt, so he gonna be he's yes, gonna be sir. fine coming back. And then Texans. 
can they keep Deshaun Watson upright? The Jags, they're they're, they're still the Jags. They got Nick Foles. It's probably four and twelve, five and eleven. Damn. And ten- Tennessee is just Tennessee. I mean, Tennessee's a the most mediocre franchise outside of the Bengals in the NFL. <laughs> all right, yeah. first, first, all right. First of all, let's let's slow down on the Titans because let me tell you, I did have them in my top five of my draft class, uh, top five draft. <laughs> and, and and but but let me let me hear me out. First of all, didn't didn't um didn't the Colts draft John Abram too? Because uh, I I believe they did in the first round. No, uh, a- Abram went to um the Raiders. No, oh, who did he go to? Yeah, Raiders, Raiders, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. I, I, I know I know everybody was talking about how they, they, they should take him, but but if we're going to piggyback on the AFC South, uh, Texans, man, yeah, like what, what they did was let the word get out that they wanted Andre Dillard and what the Eagles do, jump him, take him as, as their franchise yeah. left tackle. So they Texas messed up on their own self. Uh, yeah, because that's and, how the Jonah Weeks. I thought he was the best O line because we later on found out that Jawan Taylor had some some injury issues and stuff. So outside of Jonah Williams and Taylor, Dylan probably was the best O line mm-hmm. guy. And then and then the mm-hmm. batting body was Texans took projection players, and I'm I'm not really I mean I'm not saying it's bad to take projection players, um, but I mean first round though I don't know, um, but to 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 go on with the Titans though. I think what they, they're they're a team, who, which I, I I do agree that Mariota is a bottom. I might go out of limb and say bottom five starting quarterback, but I think I think Mariota's I think Mariota I think Mariota holding them back, honestly, and um, because if you look at this if you look at the, if you look at what they did, so Corey Davis you, you drafted a top a top uh a top five pick in him uh, a couple years back, you got Derrick Henry. You got Deion Lewis offensive line. They 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 lost Josh Klein this offseason to the Vikings, but they they got they got a Nate, uh, Nate Davis at the third round of the draft, and he's a uh, he he's pretty good. They got they they signed Adam Humphreys, who I think is one of the premier slot receivers in the game. Uh, he he balled out in Tampa all the time, and and of course nobody paid attention mm-hmm. to him because he's in Tampa, and now he's in Tennessee, and we're still not going to talk about him. But um, them and then they added who I thought was the best receiver in this class, and AJ Brown from Ole Miss. So I'm thinking this team, yeah. three yeah. receivers like that, you got a great running game, or at least at least a good tandem in Derrick Henry and Deion Lewis, a, a really good offensive line, and Delaney Walker's coming back, even though he's old right now. He's coming, he's coming back. And like you said, you're saying they're going 8-8. Eight eight. This is a team where defense is – I'm not going to say top-notch, but it, it, it's above – it's a slight, very above average. And with, and they got Jeffrey yeah. Simmons who tore the ACL, so he'll be coming back, and he's gonna be who I thought was a top five player in this draft. Um, and I, Titans got it all; they got the co- coaching staff, everything. And you so, saying and you saying they average because why? I mean, it got it got to be a reason. And I'm the, looking the only at the thing Titans good for is streaming or defense for fantasy. <laughs> hey, Corey, oh, man. that's that's crazy. But but I think I think if. I think the Titans are in the right step, and I think if they was able to, let's say, let's say if they do have a bad season, which which would be the perfect time to have one, honestly, because um, you got injured luck in the Colts. So y'all saying Super, y'all saying Super Bowl or bust, which I'm I'm on the, I'm on the same bandwagon as that. If, if it ain't them, it's, it's them or Chiefs, in my opinion. As far as I mean, obviously it's easy to say Patriots, um, but outside of them, I'm saying Colts or Chiefs is, is the two teams in the AFC. And then Jaguars, who knows? They're up and down. And then the Texans, they're gonna be there um, at some point because they always find ways to win, even when they had trash quarterbacks. So Titans, yeah. this honestly, this honestly the perfect time to tank. 
I mean, I'm, I'm not saying, you know, because they got Mariota who always get hurt. They brought in Tannehill who always get hurt. If somehow they can tank and get a top 10 pick this season and go after a two, uh, a Justin Herbert or somebody like that coming out next year, I'm, you think about, you talk about a Titans team that is, is one piece away from competing with the Colts and competing actually for exactly. a Super Bowl. Yeah. And that's, and that's why I said, I mean, yeah, Mariota, he ain't, he ain't Tom Brady. He ain't none of these other uh, quarterbacks that's, that's – he ain't, you know, Deshaun Watson or nothing like that. But for what they do, like his demands ain't – he ain't got – he don't have that – no high demands on throwing the ball. Like, I mean, they got they, – because they rely on Derrick Henry, you know, a lot. And why he, he trash? Gets his he touches. always be hurt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I'm saying, though, no. okay. Trash. Give me an end of the All right, but, not, but, but look at what he got. What? Hell – Excuse me. No, sir. <laughs> I don't want no part. Hey, Andy Dalton, been done. That's over with. That's over with, over with. You feel me? He know how to throw the ball, but nah, bro. I give me – I stay with Mariota. He got – he has some decent receivers now. He got a decent O-line. And they almost like – they almost like the uh, the Texans. They're going to find a way to make something happen. They always – it's always competitive in that division. It's, it's, it's kind of a toss-up between – you know those three now because they have more. They don't have like tra- they don't make they don't have like old receivers that are trades. Nah, nah, they got some young guys who can get in here and ball. Um, I, I think Mariota and, and Dalton bottom five, but that's my opinion. <laughs> yeah, and and Dalton, he used to be my dude, man. I used to I really liked him out of TCU, and I liked him early in his career. But the the guy just can't win, bro. Like he just can't. I don't know what's up. That second half of the season for dude, it's just never. I don't know. I don't know what's up with my man. I I think they drafted. I, I can't remember who they drafted. Man, they, 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 they got Philly. They got Philly from NC State. I don't think that was a good uh, pick for them. I don't think that was a good got, pick. They got Ryan Philly. Hey, Ryan mm-hmm. Philly got he got a strong arm though. Can but can it be man, accurate? He's kind of tall too, ain't it? Yeah, he he he's up there. He's like he's like a like like a Philly Rivers type of mold. Big yeah, big big where, yeah. Um, I looked at uh San Francisco for the Forty ers because you know you know how uh on Facebook we've been talking a lot about you know, it's Kyle Shanahan and what they did as far as trading for uh, Jared McKinnon, uh, Tubman Coleman mm-hmm. with Jared McKinnon there already. But uh, one one pick that did catch my eye was uh, Jalen Hurd. Like, I like the guy. I liked him at Tennessee. The guy could run the hell out of the ball. He's very athletic. He, uh, he catches well at coming out of the backfield, too. That was one of my – that was one of the things that I was high on him about, his ability to catch the ball. Um People like Alvin Kamara. I mean, well, him and Alvin Kamara were very similar at Tennessee. Just Alvin Kamara, Kamara was the better guy, so he took the spot. But um, I don't know how much of you got uh, of him did you did y'all see at Baylor? But the guy would split out at uh, play one of the slots, and he did good there. So I I like the pick. I like it for what uh, Kyle Shanahan does uh, already. Um, you got Telvin Coleman, you got Jared McKinnon, he's gonna get his touches, but somehow or some way they gonna fit they gonna fit Jalen Hurt in in uh the right spot. He's not gonna be like uh I think uh Gabriel, he's not gonna be like him or nothing like that, but he's gonna be somebody that can get you a uh, for sure eight eight to ten yards or you know, so uh, I would say something like intermediate if he has to go down the field and catch the ball, but he can get it out the backfield as well. Um they, of course, everybody's big on Nick Bosa. He went first for those dudes. Uh, I think he's gonna do what he's supposed to do up up front, uh, for I mean, on their defensive front, uh, to add to um, what the 49ers have with Ruben, Ruben Foster. 
And uh, let me see, they got Debo Samuel coming out of South Carolina. So that'll be your your Gabriel type of guy. Uh, I just look at a lot of what Kyle Shanahan did at Atlanta with Atlanta, and that's that's what he's trying to make because you got to have those pieces to fit uh, for that system. Like like Chris Carter said, you got to have – kind of building a basketball team where – with with that system, you got to have two big receivers on the outside. Uh, your Y or your T, they're going to be, uh, I say, in the six two six one six two range, kind of heavier set, but they're athletic. And then your uh, your your fast guys, your your quick twitch guys uh, at uh, number three. So I mean, I like what Kyle Shanahan is doing. The guy, they got. I think they're going to get the ball rolling pretty early. And they're going to they, they shock some people, too. I think they're going to shock some guys this year. Sam I Fred, on my list, too. <laughs> Sam, Sam yeah. Fran did a lot of a lot of uh, interchangeable parts. Like, I think Debo – uh, I, I believe her is going to play receiver in um, San Francisco. Um, her, mm-hmm. we have him, and you got Pettis from last season. You're talking about three guys who can play all over the field. And it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to cause mismatches. And of course, the, their best player on the offense is, is George Kittle. So you're talking about a tight end that can't be stopped. So all the yeah. ten, all the attention gonna be drawn on him when you got these running backs coming in the backfield, Tevin Coleman and Kenan, and can't forget even Matt Breida. Uh, Jimmy G has no no reason to fail. Uh, he's paid yeah. he's paid to be the man, and he has no yes, reason sir. no reason to be the uh, no reason to fail. And on that defensive side, I always thought to Rashad about this and. And I want your uh, your take on this. Do you think if if they didn't invest um, high draft capital into guys like Solomon Thomas and Armstead and Buckner, I believe that they would have went Quint Williams because I believe that the interior pressure is to me is so far is is I mean it's not that much better, but I think it's better to to get that pressure in the middle. And I think I think they that if if Fort Niners could redo what they did like way back when and know what they know now. They would, I think they would have took Quinn, Win- uh, Quinn Williams and, and had the D Ford on the outside and, and Quinn Williams at the middle versus, you know, uh, having Bosa and Ford. And you're hoping that these guys, Armstead Buckner and Solomon Thomas, can, can rise to the occasion because, I mean, right now, I'm not saying as a, I'm not, because uh, Buckner's fine. Buckner's, Buckner's uh, on the rise of being a star. The other two, though. Drafting you drafting top ten and those two ain't 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 pop yet. I just it just if if they can, you talking about a nasty front four, and you know with, with the three guys being rotational players, you talking about a nasty a nasty front four and, and for that division going after Russ, after Jared Goff, and Kyler Murray. Now it's I mean they they couldn't be more happy than the spot they in. But I really I really wish they 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 had the power to go get Quinn Williams. But that just that's just personal preference though. Well, I, I don't. I, I actually like it because I mean, look, look, think about it. You got Nick Bosa, who's coming off the edge, and now while you know, to me, while in, uh, interior pressure is 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 vital or is key. I mean, with the game being, you got that art, this RPO, this game turning into a, a run pass option lead. I mean, contain containing is 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 one of the things that you probably want to focus on and that's like to me Nick Bosa is like the perfect guy to put to put there uh I mean he's strong I mean he's young but he's strong he has some he has a uh, a pretty good IQ uh for a defensive end um he's athletic and he can make plays so I mean 
how many times he might see he's going to see Kyler Murray this year. That's something that that's something to consider. Or the, just the, all of the quarterbacks that he's going to see, or you know, like do I think do, they play the Raiders, correct? This season, oh, trying to think of Raiders' schedule. I don't, I don't, I don't I'm not sure because yeah, I, I, I've, I haven't looked at anybody's schedule this year. But I just know, just with the league turning into a run pass option league, I think outside containment is is what teams are want to, you know, a lot of teams are are looking at now, or they're building for it. Well, yeah, I hit them 49ers too. I mean, for everything y'all said, Nick Bosa, Debo Samuel, plus everything that. They already have with D4, Quan Alexander, and all those guys. They have that trio of running backs, Breida, McKinnon, Tevin Coleman coming over. Jimmy G, gonna get, he's going to get healthy. They already paid him big money. I already have four and penciled in for the playoffs. Um, but the last team I had, I had Dolphins, Broncos, Colts, 49ers. The last team I had was the Raiders. I thought they reached a little bit too far with the first pick of uh, Farrell. But getting Jacobs and getting Abram later on in the back of that first round, I thought that was major. Marshawn Lynch is retiring. Uh, Josh Jacobs, he's a he's the best running back in the draft class easily. And with his skill set, what he does, I think he's going to be great. He can be a, a pass catcher, and he can uh, run the ball pretty pretty consistently. And they, they needed somebody for, uh, for defense, so they got Abram and Farrell. And you're going to pet it up with Derek Carr, who – when he's had some weapon, he's upright. He's a pretty solid QB. They got Antonio Brown. So I think the Raiders are going to be – they're not going to be great this year, but they got some weapons to go into the right direction. So when they make that move to Vegas, they can probably be a pretty relevant team. Mm-hmm. So that's my that's my top five of who won the draft, Dolphins, Broncos, Colts, 49ers, and uh, the Raiders. And my sleeper was the, the Baltimore Ravens with Hollywood Brown uh, going there, Ferguson. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought getting uh, McSorley from Penn State was a good add, too. So, let's say Lamar Jackson did go down or something like that. McSorley had the same skill set. So, it wouldn't be uh, – you go from Flacco to Lamar, you got to rebuild the whole offense. I thought McSorley, he can – he's the same skills. He can step in if something was like an injury was to occur. Yeah, the the, the, the Raiders um, shocked, shocked us uh, from our draft day game when we was playing with – you know, me, I got the first three picks right, and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I know Raiders getting the, getting Josh Allen past Russia, and then he go clean, uh, clean and Farrell. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I do. I think that was a too high. Of, uh, obviously, I, I do, but if you told me, yeah, Raiders came out with Farrell, Abram, and Josh Jacobs, I'm giving that already. I'm, I'm giving that an A grade. Um, but, I mean, obviously, if they could have traded back a little bit, maybe like pick 10, and got and got Clint Farrell, then I think I think of course it it'll been it'll been excellent. But I think John Gruden and Mike Mayock are definitely in the right direction. But um, I mean they're they're kind of they're kind of locked locked in at at best at third position because I, I don't think they're they're nowhere near the Chiefs and Chargers level. I I actually look uh, I didn't put I didn't I didn't put the Raiders and they weren't on um my list. But I did like that Josh Jacobs pick pick though. I mean, I, I mean, somebody to replace Marshawn Lynch. This guy can come in there. I was big on him at Alabama. He was my favorite back that they had last year, and I think this 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 past season and the season before. Like I like I like Jacob. I love the way he runs the ball. Explosive. He's very intelligent. I mean, he's kind of like a bowling ball, but he's shifty though. I mean, he has a low center of gravity, which I really like. Um, his agility was very impressive to me. But um, my pit, my last, my last team was the uh, Cleveland Browns. 
Like I like that. I like what the Browns did solely just only for Greedy Williams, though. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of far, it's kind of far fetched, but I mean, if you got you have three LSU guys on the same team, they're bringing a lot of culture. They're bringing a, a winning type of mentality to to a young, a fairly young team. Now look at who's leading the team. You got Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. He's, he, I, I love his fire. I love his energy. He's playing with uh, 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 what's your man's name? Um, Odell Beckham and the other receiver. Damn, I can't think. Jarvis Landry. Jarvis. Um, yeah, Jar- Jarvis Landry. He got two very passionate receivers. Like you got a lot. I feel like you got a lot of passion on the team right now. Um, it's on the offensive side of the ball, but then with Greedy Williams, he's going. He's going to be one hell of a competitor. Uh, to come in there and start, I'm sure he's going to start once he get there. I I believe Joe Hayden is on. No, Hayden is Hayden gone. He was the uh, Steeler. Uh, he got Denzel Ward last was. year. Yeah, you got Ward though. Uh, yeah, on the other side of him. So you got. Go it's nasty. Then you then then they picked up Mac Williams as, as an inside linebacker. Like you can't go wrong with that. Like that dude. I mean Wilson. I'm sorry, Mac Wilson, the dude. Man, bro, me, I liked him because of just how he pursues the ball as uh, for run support, and that's it. I didn't really see him in pass covers or nothing like that, but the dude, he's mean as hell. He fly, he's sideline to sideline. You can't go wrong with that. Um, you got she- or what? Sheldrick Redwine out of Miami. Miami ain't done a whole lot in the last, what, two, three years, but, I mean, they do have a uh, decent line – I mean, decent uh, – they got decent talent that comes out of Miami, and I'm pretty sure he co- he's coming from Florida. And I, I think Florida produces some of the best DBs uh, that you can find in the country. So, you know, I I, I say Browns t- take gets my last pick for uh, for as far as draft draft wise. And for me, around my five is uh, I, I I got the New England Patriots. Um, I think I think what they did because really I know I know uh, Kajess, uh, offensive lineman. He was he was projected to go first round like toward the combine, and he failed in the draft, and, and they got a steal with him. Then you got Nikhil Harry, yeah. who who I who was my second receiver, and I like him a lot. He he'll be a big body receiver for for, for Tom Brady. Then they got Chase Winovich, who he was a baller in college, and they got him late. They got Damian Harris to help help Sonny Michelle out. So you always feel that need, and then mm-hmm. I think I think getting Jared Stidham, I think he was. I mean, I, I know when you stay in college, sometimes you, you, your value does fall because you got more tape on you, and and sometimes the talent around you don't be as good. Um, but I think Jared Stidham is he he going to learn behind Tom Brady, and either if even if he's not the quarterback for New England, I think I think he's going to take advantage of this opportunity and learn from you know the best quarterback to play the game. And if he is the bridge guy, I mean, I think he he fits the mold of what of what Patriots always always known as far as. Um, Big body, six four plus, you know, just and just can, can sling the ball and, and throw the ball with great accuracy. And I think that's Jared Stidham. So I think the Patriots had a good, a solid draft as always. And it seemed like, like I said, everybody play check because they always playing chess. Um, and yeah. which which keeps them being being the best franchise in, in in the game. So I think the New England Patriots had a good draft. They addressed both sides of the ball, helping Tom Brady stay up, upright. And not to mention they're gonna have their rookie from last year. Um, out of Georgia, uh, what's the uh, tackle yeah. last year? Uh, he he didn't play at all last season. So now he's back. So now you bring in another offensive lineman 
for for his first season. So and I think I think I think New England had a solid draft. Um as well. you um what do you feel what do you feel I mean the learning curve from I think we talked about it on Facebook. Is the learning curve from for Jake Stedham Stedham uh, whatever his last name is. Uh is do you think the learning curve is gonna be something that he struggles with going into New England, playing by I mean coming playing behind Tom Brady? Because I mean, think about the systems. The systems are totally different. And I don't I don't I don't see I don't know. I just don't see the trend. I don't see him coming into the NFL and picking all of that up, that information up when he's coming from something so simple. Uh, well, I think, you know, teams, like, you always notice where it'd be like, um, like, the QB, like, we always say, man, LSU had all this talent, but they never could do anything, like, as far as because they didn't have the quarterback or, uh, man, I didn't know receivers uh, from Georgia was this, this talented, so far and so far. So I, I think it's kind of the same way in this situation where, you know, Auburn, when they do have a good quarterback, you you see it, and then some, most likely it's going to translate. I mean, I really it's, it's a very small sample size. Um, Cam Newton, I don't want to come to mind right now, but uh, I don't think he's going to be that that special. But I think I think a, a right. Josh McDaniels system, um, it is very complex. But I, I know he's going to he always Josh McDaniels. The reason why I like him so much is he fits her strengths. He, he's not going to he's not going to fade away. Uh, from from what you not from what you lacked on, and I think Stidham Stidham has yeah. I mean, he don't have the I want to say he had the traits of of what Tom Brady has now, but as far as coming out a young Tom Brady, as far as um, smart, intelligent, knowing like knowing how the how stuff should work versus you know actually doing it, I think Stidham does have that um, that upper hand um, that he knows what to do, yeah. and so now he just have to go do it. And hopefully, I mean, like I said, I mean you you were Tom Brady, so you should learn something. Anything, pick up yeah. some kind of habit. So I think he'd be fine. Real, real quick. Yeah, he'll probably be like Jacoby Brissett. He'll probably need like one or two years, like two years to kind of learn. Yeah, I was just gonna say the same thing straight up. Sorry, even if he's not with the Patriots though, like he might end up being. It might be a thing with with Stidham where he ends up, like you just said, he's he's behind Tom Brady. He's learning from the best, but he ends up getting traded, and then he shines for the next team he goes wherever he goes after that. I think that's what it's gonna end up with him. Right. Uh, is, is there anybody else that we forgot to mention as far as players that you know that y'all liked in college and y'all glad to see in in a certain spot? Uh, just Josh Jacobs for me. I'm, I'm glad he landed in Oakland. He'll get a chance to show what he can do. Uh, I think that was a good act by them. He can step right in and be a be a workhorse back, yeah. running and catching the ball. Yeah, that's really the the main one for this uh, year for me. For me. I, for me I'm re- I'm just really happy to see um, Marquise Brown up there in in uh, Baltimore with Lamar Jackson. I think Jackson needed somebody who he can relate with or relate to. Um, and it's I, for me, I think just playing with Florida guys in my past careers, I, I I thoroughly enjoy seeing two guys coming from the same type of background on this, on the field together because I think they play better that way. They know they know what their strengths are. They know what, you know. I mean, and then it's it's fast. It's very fast. So Lamar Jackson just needed somebody who he know that he can get the ball too quick, or if he can't, if there's nobody open, shit, take off with it. Do what he do. Thanks. And I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the to the guys that two two of my guys with the LA, um, to the Rams, and uh, one our boy Taylor Rapp, uh, he failed in the draft. Uh, apparently, it's to a hip injury, but. 
Taylor Rapp got got drafted by the Rams, and I'm glad to see he he gonna fit right there. And I don't I don't see anybody else taking his spot, so he should he should the way his work ethic is he should be starting right at the rip. And well, I've I've always I've always criticized the Rams um, with you know they they went all all on their offense I mean all all on the defensive line and all the secondary, but they refused to address the middle part. And mm. I think they got when they got Dakota Allen, uh, Texas Tech. I mean, I've seen. I don't know if y'all watched uh, Last Chance You, but yeah, that's a good talking, story. You talking about it, and, and a guy who was in the wrong spot, wrong time, but now he's turning life around. And intelligent guy, know what he's doing. Uh, he, he was a captain on that team uh, every year he was there at Texas Tech. And Dakota Allen, uh, you know, I just, I mean, I love the story. I love that he got his opportunity, and um, and I, I think I think he's gonna ball out in uh, L.A. I got a question for y'all. Every every year, you know, we have people that come out, and we all have these high expectations for them. So, name one or two college players that you loved in college, you thought were going to be great in the pros, but they turned out to be a bust, or they just didn't pan out, or like they they were thought probably be a Hall of Fame or something like that. Maybe they, they didn't live up to that. Like I thought Reggie Bush and Darren McFadden were going to tear the NFL up, but Reggie Bush had a solid career. McFadden, mm-hmm. it, it was what it was. So, uh, those would be my two, for example, right there. Um. Man, I'm gonna is I'm gonna reach back a little bit on this one or for one. Um, I would say uh, Jason Campbell. I mean, mm. yeah, is it Jason Campbell from, from Auburn? Um, from yeah. Auburn. That man. As a matter of fact, a lot. And, and, and I want to say, I guess I'll say from the same team, Cadillac Williams. Like those two. Oh, oh, my yeah. God, bro. Like, I, I, man, I was, what, like, eighth grade? And I just knew that those guys were going go to go to the league and be all world everything. And those two, they sucked. Terrible. <laughs> um, <clears throat> shit, mine's kind of bad, too. But I'm a, for, for my first one, I'm, I'm going to stick with a homer. So, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Gamecock fan, soccer line Gamecock. So, you know, I love Troy Williamson coming uh-huh. out. And then he got drafted by my Minnesota Vikings, so you know I was really excited. Yeah, I remember that. And we wasted we wasted a, a, a top ten draft pick on a guy who, oh gosh, he should have been undrafted. <laughs> that's how that's how that's how bad it was. Uh, but I thought I thought Troy Williamson did all right though. No, it, he he was okay first year, and then he flat he he panned out. He he went out. He was terrible after that, and, and he, I think after maybe like two or three years, he was gone from the team. Uh, he he was terrible. It, it was, that was a terrible draft pick. Dang. And then, and then I also, uh, you know, when you talk about Bama guys, I thought Trent Richardson was going to be something like oh power, <laughs> power, how big he was, I, and then, and then he, I mean, he 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 had it all. I thought, you know, I thought he did, <laughs> but he, turned out he had he had nothing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought I thought Richardson was going to be somebody. It's crazy. I was never big on Trent Richardson. I mean, I liked him at Alabama, but uh, when I got to see the guy, the cat in person. And I knew he would like he he wasn't the tallest in the world, but there was something about his running style that just didn't didn't do it for me. I didn't think that it was gonna do well in the league. It was kind of almost like T.J. Yeldon. I I knew T.J. Yeldon was good in college, but in the league I just didn't because he didn't he wasn't like no breakaway speed guy. He wasn't like the fastest. He had a little bit of sauce, but that's about it. He wasn't he wasn't all that good. He was he was decent for Alabama though. Of course, but who ain't good for Alabama? Right, exactly. <laughs> That's true. They have some right. NFL talent down and, there. And um, before b- before we get out of here, I do want I do want to address is the 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 team that had a F grade for the first round. Yeah, I think they had a pretty solid draft after that. But mm. 
the the New York football giants. Um, I just, <laughs> I just, I just, I've, I've heard, I've heard scouts uh, from everywhere, and I've heard that the Redskins and the Dolphins wanted Haskins. I heard that nobody was drafting Drew Locke in the first round. Wow. Um, and then so which means, and we knew Kyler Murray's going one. So if the other teams who needed quarterbacks. And and Bengals wanted Haskins. Um, so everybody who else needed quarterbacks, you know, didn't take their guy. They wasn't going to take Daniel Jones. So you kind of wait. I was like, I mean, like I said, it, it's not Daniel Jones' fault. And but I think the value of Daniel Jones at six is 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 crazy when you could have got him at uh, at seventeen if you wanted him that bad, and you could have got you an Ed Oliver. Um, which which you actually needed, or you could have got you a um, I mean who I mean a linebacker Devin White. Oh, that Devin White's already gone, but you could have got something like that, um, and yeah. and made your team way better. But you you end up getting a Dexter Lawrence at seventeen and a Dan Jones, and they're not. I don't think they're bad players. Um, but if you if you took you know Dan Jones at seventeen, and I heard Demarcus Lawrence. I mean Demarcus Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence wasn't going first round. I mean you got him at seventeen. I'm I'm just I'm just thinking. First round, the Giants were were pretty bad, but they they kind of made up for it later on. But yeah, them boys, them boys, them boys, wow, and Rashad, they did not listen to our podcast saying that do not reach for a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> don't reach, don't 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 reach, or don't draft, don't draft one at all. But they they did it. I mean, I think Daniel Jones gonna be okay, but I don't think he's gonna be yeah. Hall of Fame. You know, just. When you come when you come from that Manning camp, like if you got Peyton Manning's approval and you like you could be Eli's, you know, extra <laughs> in a movie or something yeah. like that, I, I, I think he'll be, I, I think he'll be fine. I mean, I think he's going to at least get a few years out of his career. You know, be a solid start in New York. Just just coming from that, he he didn't have great numbers at Duke. It's, it's Duke I though. mean, I don't think anybody exactly. thought Tom Brady's going to be great. You know, so. So I, I think Jones is going to be pretty decent. Um, I thought he was the third or fourth best QB behind Murray, Haskins, Locke, and then Jones. But you know, we'll just see how it plays out. I, um, I wasn't. I didn't frown. I, I didn't. I didn't frown on it. I wasn't happy about it because I mean, for a, a number of different reasons. But because I would have liked to seen some some something different in uh New York just for the New York fans. I mean, they don't want to see no more of the Eli Manning type quarterback. However, um just Daniel Jones like I, I remember watching his bowl game this year and it made me pull up, you know, some some film on him. And the dude is actually pretty good, bro. Like the the cat is all right. He just don't he didn't ever have he didn't have what he needed at Duke to produce everything he needed. And then two like the, the 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 guys that he was throwing to at Duke, do it. They were they were dropping everything. They had, there was a lot of drops on that team. There was yeah. a lot of. I mean, he, he saw he saw he saw what he what he knew what he wanted and he knew what uh, decision that he was making. But a lot of times, the receiver just wasn't on that page and they didn't understand what they were doing. So it, I, I don't want to put it on him. I like the fact that he's in New York. Behind, like, come, like you said, coming out of that Eli Manning, I mean that that Manning camp, um, he has all of the tools. He has every, uh, he has, or uh, you know, his IQ was it was uh turned out to be pretty uh good as well. So I mean, hey, if you if 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 Peyton Manning give you the uh the thumbs up, and I'm pretty sure Eli is going to give it to him too. He, he'll pass the torch with no problem. 
Um, I think this, this Daniel guy, Jones guy, he's going to turn out to be all right. He's going to be a pretty good – he's going to gonna, he gonna shock some people too. And last thing, going from that Duke receiving court to having Saquon Barkley go to Tate, yeah. Southern Shepard, he's going he's gonna to be, he's gonna be all right. Yeah, most definitely. All right, well, that's Preach Can't Preach, uh, the draft podcast with Rashad and Eric. Man, I appreciate y'all joining me today. And remember, Andy Dalton. <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate y'all boys having me, man. Sure. Anytime, anytime, man. Kevin, you know what's up with me. It was, it was a pleasure to meet you, Rashad, man. I hope to, I hope to talk to y'all boys again, man. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. We'll do it again.